Welcome to Don't Blame Mondays, a Better Me podcast. Hey, I'm Lisa McClendon, and I'm so glad you're here. This is episode two, and today we're talking about my strongest weakness. And I entitled my strongest weakness um, for this episode because it reminded me of when I took the stage, my first big stage performance, if you will. Um, I was probably about 12, 13, maybe. And I was, my mom entered me into a gospel star search. And the story goes like this. So there was another young lady who was in the same small town that I was raised in, Palaka, Florida. And the way I recall it is we were always like pinned against each other, competition. The adults always seemed to be pinning us against each other. So she sang and I sang and low key, I was always kind of intimidated by her. She always seemed to have such a better life. Um, her hair was, she was light skinned. Her hair was really, really long. And here I was, um, not light skinned and short haired. As a matter of fact, I was in between stages, man. One day I would have a Jerry curl and then I would have a perm and then I would have a leisure curl. Y'all don't, do y'all remember those leisure curls? Yes. And I just never felt like I had the life that she had. And listen, to top it all off, she had the big Barbie dream house. Do y'all remember the big Barbie dream house? When Ken and Barbie had the two-story house with the Corvette? Listen, y'all, she had all of that. And I had none of that. You come in from a long day at work, and you don't want to see anybody or go anywhere. So you light a candle, you pour yourself a cup of tea, And now you just want to sit and enjoy the mood. My new single, Lisa McClendon, Mood, now available on all platforms. It's a mood. But anyway, they would pin us against each other. And I had always felt intimidated, um, intimidated by her. And she could sing. She had a beautiful voice. And again, like I was saying, my parents, my mom put me in this gospel star search, and um, I was excited to be in it. I always loved to sing, and the day came for the gospel star search, and I got backstage, and guess who was my competition? Yeah. I was competing against the young woman who I was already very much so intimidated by and my mom was encouraging me I had already had a vocal coach a performance coach who had always been training me for quite some time and the time had come and so it was time to go on stage and they rolled the curtain back and I sang my heart out I did what I had been practicing to do and then she sang I don't remember what she's saying, but I remember singing My Strongest Weakness Is You by The Truth That's. And fast forward, we 
got to who was the winner. And guess who won? I won, y'all. <laughs> I still laugh about that. I actually won. And you're talking about there was history with this girl. She would antagonize me as a kid. She would talk about my voice and say how awful I sound in front of other girls in the locker room and just all kind of stuff. And I won against the one person I was intimidated by. I won that gospel star search. And I'll never forget that story, but that was one of my defining moments one of the things that happened in my life around music that let me know that I was built to do it. I was built to do music. And I've been singing ever since. But today, this is a different type of my strongest weakness. We're talking about being okay with not being okay sometimes. Being okay with not being the strong person, being the strong one, it's um, definitely is something that I deal with. Um, it's not quite showing how or to who my weak times, because we all have weak times, you know. Um always put on a smile best foot forward feels kind of weird when someone says how you're doing and you really feel like crap but you say I'm doing great I'm doing, well, as I would say oh I'm doing amazing but are you really are you really doing amazing are you really doing great and sometimes it's kind of hard to to answer that question especially when you don't want to bring everyone else down but that's, that's what we're going to chat about today. Um, a friend of mine sent me a, a video um, of a discussion from an amazing speaker by the name of April Mason. And oh my, I, I was really um, just embracing the things that she was talking about. But she was sharing about how, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a thing where when men do all of these wonderful quote unquote extra things um they're just being men you know uh, but when a woman is doing all these extra things she's um what she termed as a strong woman and she said you know I want to challenge you I, I don't want to be identified as a strong woman I prefer to be identified as a resilient woman and I couldn't agree with her more and, and here's why. Oftentimes, people who are labeled as strong, in particular in my experience, it's also another way of saying someone who doesn't need help. Um, they don't need to be checked in on. They're always good. Nothing's ever wrong. They don't ever need anything. And when you're labeled like that or viewed like that, when you need to be rescued, when you need to be checked on, no one's there to do that because they, they don't feel like you need them. And uh, it reminds me of, um, I had a talk with someone that I, that I do work with, and I, I asked her, you know, why she never 
checks on me and just see how I'm doing. And she said, you know, I just always feel like you always got it together. I mean, you're, you're the strong one. And I, I don't really, I never felt like I needed to really check on you. And quite the contrary, I really needed her, someone, to just make sure I was doing okay. Do you, do you ever feel that way? Do, do you ever feel like no one's checking to make sure I'm okay? No one's checking in on me to see if I'm doing all right. Do you ever feel like you're always rescuing other people or checking on other people, but no one ever really checks on you? Like, like I make that my thing at least a couple of times a month. I just do, I do, I just do regular check-ins on my friends and just say, hey, don't I don't want anything. I just want to see how you're doing. And I do it genuinely from my heart. But on the other side of that, it would be, it's always nice, I should say, when I get that in return. And I have. When I've got no surprise, hey girl, just thinking about you, want to just say I love you, hope all is well. It is the most amazing feeling. Because people often view me as strong, and I'm grateful for the strength that God has given me, but we all have weak moments. We all have moments where we're not doing so well. And in particular for me, today was kind of tough. Today was um, definitely a tough day for me emotionally. And I, and I can't tell you why. There was nothing really wrong. Um, no, no bad news. No, nothing, nothing that I could put pinpoint. Um, it's just that gloom. And I got something that came to me as I was driving with that because I was, you know, just kind of trying to shake it. You ever been there when you're just trying to shake it and, and it's like nothing you can do seems to just shake it? Um, you, you meditate, you pray, you call a friend, you watch something funny, but it just lingers a little longer than you want it to. And I, I got something that I kind of, I kind of liked and I, I want to share it with you. Um... It came to me to name it as the gray area. It's the area where I'm not quite in the light, but my lights aren't off. Because I always say the lights that are off are the black. That's when you're no longer living, and I'm definitely living. But that gray area when nothing's really wrong, but nothing's really right, or you don't really feel your... It's that gray area. But let's be clear everyone has that gray area and I think that's what we have to be graceful with ourselves by reminding ourselves that no matter where you feel like you fall in life um, rich, poor, middle class, upper class married, single happily married, happily single whatever Everyone has their gray area. Everyone has that moment where they're just feeling eh, they're not their best. Everyone has that moment where they don't feel their strongest. And I personally find comfort in knowing that while I have moments where I don't feel strong, I'm in good company because no one does. So it gives me permission to not be so hard on myself. Regardless of where I feel like I'm landing in life, 
everyone has that gray area. That area where things don't just feel quite right. But here's here's the way I deal with it. I always say to myself, there's always the light on the other side of the gray. It's just a moment. It's just a moment. So here it is. You don't have to be the strong one all the time. A part of being a better you and self-improving is to understand that it's okay that sometimes I'm just not okay. Especially with the understanding that it's just a moment. It's not the entire scene. It's not the entire movement movie. It's just a moment in time. And it will pass. Listen, thank you for hanging out with me today. It's always just a joy for me to know that I can empower someone to know that they're not alone. And I hope that that's what happened for you today. Hey, don't forget to share this podcast with someone, someone who is ready to be the better version of themselves and who is looking um, to have that support because that's what I strive to do is just to be a part of your tribe to help support you the way other people have supported me. Big shouts out to you. Big hugs to you. Love you so much. I'll see you next time on Don't Blame Mondays, a Better Me podcast. I am Lisa McClendon and you're welcome.